and welcome to the Renaissance Podcast, and today we have a special guest. Our special guest is the very own Donatella. Welcome, Donatella. Glad to have you on my podcast. Before we get into the questions, I just want to let you know how important you are to the Renaissance, and again, thank you for coming on the show. As I understand, you are an Italian sculptor and have sculpted many different arts, such as the St. John of Evangelist. I'm going to ask you some questions that the listeners have sent in. All right. Do you consider do you consider yourself a humanist? Why or why not? Interesting question. I do consider myself a humanist. I think that having fun in life is very important. The statues of the religious figures I sculpted were very different. By different, I mean that the people I sculpted looked very different than the common image. I simply made them look normal. I did, however, give my first statue, David, a god-like, a godlike stance. Other than that, he looked very normal. Because back then, many people were trying to make everyone look like gods in their statues. So when I made the other model out of bronze, I included a sword, but he still looked like a normal person. David has killed the mighty Goliath with a mere slingshot with a stone in it. The statue signifies how someone can have a lot of power in any form. I don't always see religion in my works because I don't try to influence it. I don't want my work to always reflect on the church. My main point in my work is to show just plain humans in their true form. All right, nice. Would you consider yourself a Renaissance man? Why or why not? I would not consider myself a Renaissance man. My main focus for art is statues, and I didn't and I did not really focus on anything other than art. I spend all my time working on statues either out of bronze, marble, etc. I was raised in a family where architecture played a big role and meant a lot. I was apprenticed at a young age by a very talented artist. I began sculpting and I loved it and began to have a passion for it. I was asked by many people to work for them. My art began to gain popularity. I was always known for my sculptures, so I wouldn't want to stop. Since I was so gifted when it came to that type of art, I didn't want to change my, my style of art or even try something new for a change because of my great passion for it. Now that I think about it, trying something new, such as painting or poetry, does sound pretty fun. All right. What accomplishment are you most proud of and why? Good question. I have so many. Give me a second to think. Okay. I think my first sculpture I have ever made was the biggest accomplishment. I made this sculpture after David. This was a big accomplishment for me because this was my first ever sculpture. Sculpting takes a lot of time and effort, so this was really big for me. This gave me some popularity. Because of that, I got many requests to make sculptures for people. Since this is my first sculpture, sculpture, I was very proud of it and myself because it looked really good. Not to toot my own horn or anything. This really set my career for greatness. I was brought up by a great teacher, and without him, I don't think I could be where I am today. Welcome everyone to the Renaissance Podcast. Before we get started, I just want to mention that the printing presses are now available at GetYourPress.com. Today, we are accompanied by a very special guest. That special guest is Giovanni Boccaccio. He's a very talented poet from the Renaissance. Some of his most famous works that he completed are the Decameron and the Karachi. The list about him can go on and on, but let's have a let's have him tell us about himself. Do you consider yourself to a humanist? Why or why not? Uh, great question. I would consider myself a humanist. I would consider myself one of the earliest humanists. As many know, Petrarch is considered the father of humanism. 
I say this because I followed and admired people like Petrarch and Dante. When I would write, I would often emphasize human intelligence and what they would do and what punishment they would give themselves when they did wrong. I would also often write about how characters would react and overcome difficult and complicated situations. While focusing on characters' different situations, I would incorporate if they were noble or ignoble. And by this, I mean that I would consider the characters' beliefs and statuses. By writing all about these things, I prove how important humanism is, and I write about how about the humanistic needs some might have. I might not have done this if it weren't for Dante and Petrarch. Would you consider yourself a Renaissance man, or why or why not? Great question. I would consider myself a Renaissance person. I would consider myself a Renaissance person because I'm a very smart man who is able to understand many different subjects. I was educated at the University of Naples, Federico II. I studied law early and was tutored by Giovanni Mazzuoli. Giovanni enlightened me to Dante's early works, such as Divine Comedy. While studying law, I would meet some of the most important people in my life, and that was the scholars that would later help me publicize my work. Law was a little difficult for me, so I started to study and write literature. When I started to write, I wrote in Latin. After writing poems such as the Alica de Costanza and the Allegora Mitologica, I really noticed how much I loved to write. I would end up writing thousands of essays and poems. All in all, I would mostly consider myself a Renaissance man for three reasons. The first reason is that I'm able to write and understand different languages, which can benefit more people. The second reason is that I've studied two different subjects. And lastly, I think I'm a Renaissance man because I can write many different types of arts, such as poems, essays, and short, short, uh, term. What accomplishment are you most proud of and why? This is somewhat an easy question to answer. I would, I would have to say my greatest accomplishment is writing and publishing The Decameron. I made The Decameron a collection of tales that go on each day. The people in the tales are seven young women and men trying to escape and flee from the Black Death. They express many emotions during this escape and run from the Black Death, but they mostly express love. While expressing their emotions consistently, they go on to learn and teach many life lessons. The Decameron is, is known as being a masterpiece and a very symbolic text of Italy. Most of the short stories in the book are about the natural human ability to overcome and conquer fortune, faith, and wealth, and all in all, accomplish your goal. 